Welcome to Build an Iconic Life Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Whitehead, and this podcast is dedicated to help you build a life with zero regrets by focusing on how you have everything you need to stand up, stand out, and live life on your terms. Let's dive right in. Hey everybody, Chris Whitehead here with Build an Iconic Life. I'm with a really, really good friend of mine, Zach Babcock, who owns Alpha Dog Pound. And uh, Zach's been on the show before, but I brought him back at the end of season. This is the close of our first season. We're at 50 podcasts for 2023. This is the last one that we're going to do. Um, I'm in my new podcast room, which by the way, Zach helped me build um, because I wouldn't have known all the equipment to get unless I'd reached out to him. And uh, brother, you're doing some amazing things out in Missouri. But more important than that, you've been really out there about letting people know your real story. Like you're the real dude, right? Yes, sir. And you you went to prison. Now the question is, is why in the hell would anybody want to listen to somebody that had been to prison? Yeah, you wouldn't want to just listen to anybody that's been to prison. And for me, my perspective on that changed too. Even You wouldn't even want to just listen to someone that's had success in business that's went to prison. You want to look at their true character and what they're doing now in all areas of life. Nobody's going to be perfect. All right, I get that. Um, and so we all are going to have our flaws and we're all going to have our shortcomings that we're working on, right? We're all, that's it. Life all is, is, is we're always working on that thing. That's make it that, that squeaky wheel. I call it right. Whatever that squeaky wheel is on the, on the car, you got to go f- fix that. Cause there ain't no balance in life. There's harmony in all these different pillars, but there ain't no balance in it. Like that's, that's that, like, I learned that, uh, I think it was, uh, the one thing book. Uh, by where he yeah. talks about like how the ba- the even ballerinas they don't they don't balance or counterbalancing really fast and, and if you're watching the video <laughs> version of this I just try to do my ballerina version. <laughs> but yeah, man, back to the point though, if, are they fucking real or not? And and what are their core values truly about? How do they treat people? How do they lead uh, behind closed doors? How are they like with their family? How are they like you know? Um, so look at that as a holistic view, and then. Does that match up with your core values and your worldviews and where you're trying to go in life? And if it does, then bam, they might be worth someone to to connect with. For you, you know, we've all been slapped. Um, Me by my parents at first and then by life, right? When I kept trying to break the rules. And it's not that I ever really conformed to societal norms, but what I did is I started taking advantage of what produced a positive result in me and then i started realizing that certain sacrifices must be made in order for long-term growth and i wanted like your mentality of where you have come from to where you are bro you live on three acres you're in a beautiful home you have a beautiful family you have a thriving growing business you're literally helping people people that feel like underdogs live the best version of who they are through growing their business as well like bro that's a short amount of time that you come out because when you came out of prison you didn't even know how to talk on a cell phone 
You're just talking about that, yeah. And now you're all over social media. You're talking to some of the most influential people on earth. And it's not because, yeah, you're an excellent marketer. Like you figured that part out. But more importantly, these people are giving you time, not because of your marketing skills. They're giving you time because of those core values that match. And is, you're telling 100%. me in prison, in prison is where you learned this is who I really am. Most people don't do that in the system, man. You know, talk 1, about that a little bit. Dude, so I'm so glad you talk about the real shit. Like, let's get into this because, man, all that business shit, it's, it's cool, it's fancy, it's fun, it's exciting, it's sexy, it draws people in and people want to grow, right? And I get it, I mm -hmm. do too, and it's it's what it's human nature. But this is the real shit, the inner world, because that's what determines the outer world, period. And that's what it was. I was in prison. I was blessed that I was in prison, in, pris in, in that solitude confinement with very little to no human interaction where all I could do was sit there in my own thoughts and feelings and emotions and sit with them and figure out who I was at the core and peel all those layers back. And at that time, and dude, that doesn't mean that that's a permanent thing either too, because mm -hmm. the life, go, you have seasons of life and you go through different seasons of growth and we're always going through that evolution, bro. And so like, it's like the, like ebbs and flows the the peaks and the valleys and and yeah the trajectory grows up over time um but as you zoom out you can look back and always be grateful for how far you come because more than likely it's a good thing it will not more than likely it's definitely a good thing is when your your valleys now are higher than your peaks in you know and that's a good uh measurement of success or what i do is for measurement of success but man back to what i was saying is that inner world dude that that never stops. And, and just because you go and you find that identity that one time, you you uh, you outgrow that identity too. eventually, maybe not all the way, but you grow and evolve. That's what I'm trying to get at. None of us got this life game all the way figured out. And if somebody claims they do run the fuck away, bro. run away, <laughs> run away, because the yeah. older I get, the more questions I have and less answers I have. Like the answers become obvious that are that are foundational. That's like, yeah, that's the answer. We don't have to discuss it. That's just what you do. Everything else, I'm kind of like, I don't know. Like, I thought this way last year, but then all these things happened to my best friend or my wife or blah, and like, now I don't know. And the other thing that I think is important about what you're saying is there are a lot of men, especially men, that get tired of their wives. It just is what it is. Bro, that's on you. That's on you for not renewing that relationship. That's on you mm. for not growing yourself. That's on you for not leading someone so that they want to uh, revolutionize who they are. So then people just start to settle and you look at the same human 15 years later. That's not her fault. That's the way I look at it. Now, what I hope is that she looks at it is that that's not my fault. But somebody's got to lead that. And 1, the truth is, is what, what I've experienced with Robin, dude, we've been together now almost 16 years. It's amazing to me. And by the way, we, we've fought like cats and dogs sometimes, like horribly. <laughs> but bro, we are constantly evolving who we are. Who we were last year is not who we are this year. And once mm -hmm. we got on the same track, <laughs> bro, I have the best friend on earth. And it Can doesn't I always feel you? good. Yeah. Can I add, dude, so like, I like to keep shit real, dude. And, and that's just the way it is, man. And so mm -hmm. I don't like to sit here and preach something that I'm not. And so like, you, like I've said in the very beginning of the episode, like all, we're all working on that one thing yeah. right now. That's the thing that I want to work on the most is my relationship with my wife. Like that's the squeaky wheel for me. It's yeah. not, 
absolutely horrible. Oh my God, the, the, like the, the world's crumbling down, but it's the thing that I want to improve and I know that could be way better and it's not to the standard that where it should be and to the vision that I had it and and, and, and that's okay because we're doing the work now. It, would, it wouldn't be okay if I had the self-awareness and wouldn't be doing something of it. So I know, I know this is your show, but I just want to ask go, you, go, go, go. If, if, what are some things, because you you further along than me in that area, man, what are some things that really helped you and Robin out? Well, the number one thing, dude, is that I have a higher power. And when I'm absolutely going monkey shit crazy in my head and I want to break her in half, which is like a no-no in my book because I'm twice her size and like what, and dude, I have every justifiable reason on earth. She said like a crude thing. And then I go, I'm sorry. And she follows it up with eight more crude things. By the way, oh, women, yeah. I just it, do they that, know right? how to push her buttons, dude. I go through the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> Bro, because of my higher power and because of just yeah. one ounce of maturity, what I'll do is go, <gasps> and then I walk outside and I release that energy and I remind myself of the prize and the goal and where we are going, not where I am going because I made a commitment to this human. And then I go, you know what? Maybe sometimes under my breath, I'll say something that I regret, but I say it under my breath instead of to her. I collect my shit. I come back inside and I try another 47 times until she finally is calm enough <laughs> to allow us to be. And sometimes that takes days, dude. Sometimes those 47 times don't all happen in the same night because that turns into throwing bottles at each other. <laughs> Maybe we have three of those and we literally have slept in different rooms that night. Maybe <laughs> I stay up until four o'clock in the morning. Maybe I write a letter that I never send her. There's a million ways that I go about doing it. But at the end of the day, what it always eventually comes down to, in our case, Robin is someone that had her own trauma in her life. She's someone that nobody ever really paid attention to or gave credit to. And in the moment where I feel that she's wrong and I want to set her right, I shut the fuck up and let her get it all out and dump it into this big bucket with zero judgment if I can hmm. so that she empties the balloon. And then I go, may I speak? And then we start having a conversation. And sometimes that takes months about one particular, I mean, sometimes it's, it's taken us years in the past to get to one conversation that we keep ping-ponging back and forth in a million ways. But eventually when she feels heard, I'm then allowed through reciprocity to tell my side of the story. Mm. And dude, that is a suffrage kind of thing to do. Like with your children, yeah. we know more than they know, but we have to let them have the experience. And so for, right, my, for me to expect Robin Bro, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm always on the cutting edge. I'm always like failing and then having one thing go right. <laughs> many, many other people don't put themselves out there to the same level. Or if you're raising children like a lot of women do, they can't have nine failures and one success. Like that's not how you got to have like nine to one the opposite way. So they have a different expectation coming into that. And I have to remember that my job, because I chuck spears at things and draw, draw it in and, and bring it to feed everybody, my job is to be able to withstand that kind of pressure from who I chose to be with to allow them to come to their own conclusion. And dude, it's taught me a lot about how to deal with clients. It's taught me how to deal with negativity. It's taught me how to deal with my own because here's what's even more beautiful. Robin, Robin might not be the business owner I am because she hasn't done it as long, but you want to talk about somebody that has insight into my psyche and somebody that has a third person point of view into what I'm doing and somebody that actually is very, very interested in our success. 
she gives me some of the best advice that I don't want to take. Mm. And I, and so sometimes by allowing her to fully get it out, instead of being reactionary, when she says something, I start to actually hear what she's trying to say, the heart from what she's trying to say. And when it clicks in, bro, it makes me a better human being every time. Dude, I can't. Th this self-awareness you got right there that people got to have, you got to have that self-awareness to even see that. And when you, when you see it, if you see it, then you got to act on it. Cause there ain't no excuse at that point. And that's, whoo, dude. It's just, there's the same reason I came out to your event. I didn't know why I was coming out, but I'm coming to support somebody because I have enough self-awareness that I want to hang around people that I vibe with that have same core values as me. Not, not who you are, what you do, how much money you make, how you can benefit me. I didn't think about how, any of that when I came out to see you at your event. I came out because I'm here because this man is in the same trench that I'm in. And how can I preach it to the entire world if I don't live it? That's not an integrity. And so the same yeah. thing in my home. I have to live the integrity that I'm requiring from my best friend. Yep. And it Dude. just, so, so don't judge yourself for going through because just like you, <laughs> man. I failed at it so miserably so many times and just asked myself like, my God, why does Is it worth understand? even keeping it going anymore? Like it's been like, I've had that. And that's where I was like, where I started like, fuck, where I'm like, if I'm asking that question, this shit's gotten bad. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, yeah. we're the, we're the fighting and stuff like the arguing and stuff. And like, dude, everything you explain go through the same thing. And I really love though, like that's something I have to work on and get better at now and i and thank you for sharing it with me was of course the same thing you do with your clients you got to be able to do that in a way you know with your with your wife even though it's a completely different dynamic a completely different situation you know what i'm saying like me and stephanie we met to at, at completely at a completely different time in my life i met her you know when i was still like not doing good in life you know what i'm saying neither you know yeah. she wasn't doing the best either because that's who we attracted at the time yeah. you know and and then over that time, people grow at different paces, you know, and so I know I've been in the wrong and a lot of times because I wanted her to develop more personally like I have. But that's. I don't know if that's that's where I get caught up where I'm like, man, I want to I want to like squeeze every little ounce of potential. And so like I'm always trying to bring my family along and lead. But but also I can't push people, you know, you know, it's like it, it, people got to grow at their own. And so it's like that's a, another fine line that i need to develop and get better at uh dancing that line you know what i'm saying with compassion and with accountability you know what i'm saying can i share something about that yeah dude absolutely so you know we were both in that big ass mastermind a few years oh, yeah. ago right and i i eventually became one of the guys that kind of ran that thing you know and um but before that happened i was in it for about six months and i realized it was really good at that time for me and I also realized it, I'm going to start making choices because of everything they're suggesting to do that I'm probably going to freak this woman out when I come back to New Hampshire from Dallas, Texas, because they're telling me to invest here, do this, change this. And Robin's going to be like, ha -ha. so I said, I got to bring her. I got to bring her. It just so happened that she got excited for completely different reasons than I did, but she found something in it. Then she started coming with me every month. Now she is on a live radio show. She started a company called Wicked Prissy, which does boudoir photography, as well as um, they're starting a pot. She and her partner are starting a podcast um, where they're going to talk about wear the dress, which basically means women buy all these clothes and they never go anywhere to wear them. 
So they're giving permission to do stuff. But here Robin is firing off now on social media, making TikTok videos. She got 187,000 views on one. Here's what's weird. Bro, all she did was just kind of sit in the back and just watch what I'm doing. And then when she's doing it, she's doing it. Dude, she got a $50,000 sponsor for her live radio show within the first three months of being on it. I've never gotten a $50,000 anything for being Ever. On Bro, like, she could, <laughs> I used to teach people how to log in sponsorships. I never got no $50,000. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, that's, but that's the analogy that I'm talking about of, I want someone to come along with me, but I want to control them. Bro, women since 1960s have been saying, fuck you, you're not, you male chauvinist asshole. So I can't come back in there and say, yeah. I want you to grow to my pace. Yeah. And here's what I've learned. When I've just let True. go, it's a one degree change, bro. And the one degree was, I don't fucking care anymore. I'm just going to go this way. Mm. They pick, humans pick up on yeah. that energy. And if they're meant to come with you, they come. And if they're not, and I'm not here promoting divorce. I'm not promoting staying together. But what I do say is, if if she does that, Stephanie does that, and you do that, whatever your life is, you either find a way or you don't. But I'm gonna let go of the worry about whether we stay together or not, and control the controllables that what you can control. That's it, bro. And that that, that allowed me to tap into me deeper. Yeah, that's what allowed me to grow through that organization so quickly because I just started letting go and just saying, "Here I am, everybody, for good or for bad." Now I get up on stage, and bro, I've been doing this since way back then. I would get up on stage for an hour to talk, bro. All I had was a subject, no idea what to say. It's why I love getting on podcasts and talking to real people because it's like, I got, this is not scripted. What we're doing. We're having a conversation. (laughs) So when I stand up in front of 500 people and talk on stage, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. We're going to have a conversation. That's my way. Doesn't mean it's the right way. It's my way. Exactly. When I let go of that, all of the better parts of results started showing up, but it also brought something else, man. New levels, new devils. Like <laughs> now we're now her schedule's different. My schedule's different. And now that we're making more money, it's crucial to make more money. It's like the beast keeps eating itself. And so and now you, you spend learn. as much personal time together, or you, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Well, we force it. Uh-huh. We we force it. What what we started to let go of last year was going on the once a week date night because I was traveling and speaking so much. And I and she she came back to me and this is through a lot of years of work. She came back and she just said, "I just don't feel like you've been my best friend in a long time." Mm. I was like, "Like I don't know how else I can show you I'm your best friend." That's what the immediate response like. I'm here every night. I don't go out with the boys. I don't play golf. I don't go traveling with people. It's only business. I had all the excuses in my head. Does that fucking matter if what she's saying to me is I feel a disconnect? Yeah, dude. This so is, I just uh... started focusing on the 1%. <laughs> making her feel loved, dude. This, for me, dude, alignment's a core value of mine. And, like, dude, like, it... it I always notice like synchronicity or patterns of alignment or things that, I, you know, I'm not the only person that does that shit, but like, that's what I, I do pay attention to. And this right here is like yeah. hits on time, bro. Like I, I've gotten away from the one a night, uh, date night. I'm actually tonight. I just surprised, surprised Stephanie this morning. said to have the have a babysitter from six to 11. I'm taking her to a blues game. Um, Give me goosebumps, dude. <laughs> yeah. And I'm taking her out to a blues game tonight or what, whatnot. Um, 
but I needed this conversation, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that one, per, that, that one degree shift, bro. Like you're right, dude. It's and it's simple. It's there the whole time. Fucking people that ask me this shit all the time in business, and like here I am, not applying the same shit that I apply to like all these other areas of my life outside business, but not even applying it to my own relationship. You know what I'm saying, dude? It's the it's it's the hardest thing because we as entrepreneurs know that we have to scale right? So we set something or someone in place, a key employee in place. I've done this. I made this mistake. They're loyal. They're producing. And I go, you know what you're doing. And then I run away to take care of 18 other fires. You know what I forget to do is come back and tell that person on a regular, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I see you. I see you. Mm. And I don't say that. And eventually they don't leave because they're not making enough money. They They leave leave. you in. Because you're not pouring into them. You're not showing up for your people. You're not there. Dude, that shit's some real shit, bro. And like people don't want to, a lot of people don't want to fucking talk about this shit, but let's be some fucking for real. Like that was deep for me. Like that's the main reason why I'm a great fucking marketer because my whole life growing up, I didn't feel seen, heard, or understood. Period. I was in and out of juvenile detention centers, psych wards, rehabs, fucking boys' homes, institutions, graduated to jails and prisons, all that shit, right? Fucking whole time I fucking felt like I didn't, nobody cared about me. Nobody heard, see me fucking. I was always told I was a fuck up, wasn't going nowhere. All that shit was programmed to me my entire fucking life. And like, that's why I got really fucking good at marketing, dude, is because I felt like that. And so you're going to attract people too. Like I know I attract the same people that, that, that have similar stuff that went through similar shit. Don't mean that they're a bad person or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So they're, duh, of course they want to feel that shit too. You know, so <laughs> And do you think Stephanie didn't? Do you think Robin didn't? And I didn't realize that because I start taking advantage of it. That's what we end up doing. We we, we end up solidifying some, especially men, because we're so compartmentalized. Um, We we only want to focus on like maybe two thoughts at any given time. The average dude does. (laughs) Women have 87 tabs open. That's why they're so good at community. Cause they, they, they're like, is this tab good? Is that tab? Us guys are like, she's good. I told her I loved her when I married her. Dude, like you're speaking gospel. Cause me and her, I get frustrated because she likes to talk to me when I when she sees me on the computer and I ask her a million times, like, like, hey, if I'm focused on the thing, like, cause like I I like to focus. I can only do one thing at a time. I can do it. Bro, if I'm focused, I could, you know, yeah. Bro, I got an 86-inch TV right here. I've got a 77-inch or something at home. It's like a $5,000 4K blah, blah, blah TV. I built this like $10,000 studio for it to sit in, and she bought the couches and the floor. It's like friggin' beautiful, and we're sitting there at night, and I have my foot up on the leather hassock, and I'm watching the show, and it never. as soon as they start dialoguing, she starts asking me questions, and I'm like, and now I don't know what anybody's saying because I can't hear that and I can't hear you. So I, what I, t- I typically pause it and I look at her and say, what? And she goes, oh, never mind. And I go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what I've learned over time, bro, is that she just processes different. And there might be a little challenge in there is what's more important. Is it more important to watch the show? Or is it more important for us to be in a relationship? Now, one of the things that I told Robin a long time ago is that please don't sit when we're not in a good mood. Please don't text me all day long, like everything I've done wrong. Mm. Yeah, that took a long that that took a long time for her to get through. And I'm not telling tales on her like this is what Robin's done bad. I did things that created that emotion in her. 
Yeah. And then I walked away from it going, I'm fine. Like I wake up the next day. I'm like, I got shit to do. Well, what I did is I took all those emotions, stuffed it in her and said, you deal with that. And I'll, I'll go on. That worked until it didn't work. Not just for me, but for everybody. And here's the thing, bro. And here's what I'm proud about. Robin and I, over the 16 years that we've been together, there were a few really, really rocky times. And she kind of didn't break up with me, but kind of broke up with me. And so I had the opportunity to go out on a date. What I'm grateful for is, bro, I picked the right one because none of them match what I have with her. That, that whatever we have, I picked the one that I want to be with. And because I know that, it's almost like I know that I'm an entrepreneur. Like, what choice do I have now? If it all blows up, I got to rebuild it. I got nothing else to do. So when that level of commitment comes into something, it's funny how that one degree shift just starts changing the results over time. Because I'm committed. I'm not involved, bro. I'm not the chicken. I didn't lay an egg. I'm the pig. My ass is sitting on the plate, dude. Yeah. And and, and I think whatever we, you, me, people, whatever people need to do to get to the level of I am 100% committed, it, it's almost like you hear things come in in a different way or it gets you to pause. That's all. And, dude, I know you're a good guy. I know you love your family. I, I know your family loves you. There's zero chance of you getting where you are with all the shit you had to overcome if you didn't have somebody supporting the hell out of you through that process. But this is normal. What you're going through is what um, – the reason I was able to speak to it without even knowing what you're – bro, we all live it. But here's the problem. Everybody walks around like they have a fucking perfect relationship because they think that's going to sell on social media. You can be like me. Bro, you were throwing a hammer at your wife yesterday, and I saw you. Like, that's yeah. not acceptable. Quit talking about it at least, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Dude, and and I want to – and dude – that's how I am, man. And and if I could say if one thing about business, if you're if if that's the thing, because you know that sucks people in, they want to know how to grow shit. If you want to fucking get better business results, show up and be real and be relatable, dude. Like I'm sharing, like I don't have the best fucking marriage right now. And to be honest with you, dude, I love everything I just learned on this interview, and it's great. I'm fired up, and I got like a new tool. Like, oh, I've had these same tools now. I just apply in my marriage, but at the same time. I know it's going to take some time because Stephanie and I are really good at each pushing each other's trauma buttons, right? Yeah. And, dude, I still got a lot of unresolved trauma, like decades worth. I've healed up a lot over the last few years. I just started doing that shit in, in the beginning of 2021. Um, I've healed up a lot. I'm a 100 times better person than I've ever been in my life, period, without a doubt. Better person, better husband, better, better dad, better friend, better business owner, better every role that I play. Without a doubt, but I still got a whole fucking catalog backlog of fucking, you know, shit to fucking clear up, you know, and this is just my philosophy on it real quick. And then I'll pass it back. But I believe that, you know, we all got our own shit. I mean, I don't believe we all got our own back catalog and some people have all that shit cleared out and cool. That doesn't mean that you'll never you're never going to face trauma again. Trauma is a part of fucking life, bro. <laughs> there ain't no escape in trauma, period. And so, like, don't try and go life trying to avoid it and also don't go through life trying to say like oh i'm fucking wounded from it either like motherfucker <laughs> that happened to you as a kid yeah i get it you were in innocent and defenseless as a kid you're a fucking growing ass adult now you know what i'm saying so go out and 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 take accountability and responsibility to go out and handle it and fucking fix it now period you ain't got to be a fucking little bitch about it and you ain't got to fucking be a, a a tough ass about it either too you but you do you you lead it with compassion and with with accountability and that's a thing that i don't i don't feel like i'm perfect at 
it's something that I'm really focused on in my life. You know, I think one of the, dude, I own brick and mortar and online businesses, right? And some people go, oh, cool. That means you're like making a lot more money. I've also put myself in a lot more risk. Yeah. A lot more risk. Overhead, dude, so much more. Yeah. Well, from the, that's true too, but from the perspective of how about I mess any one of those up and people connect them, then they both can go away. So it's okay if you want to pretend that everything is beautiful on the outside while you have a bunch of shit on the inside. But what if, what if the phone, the camera, the something's just rolling that one time and catches you kicking the dog in the face after you've said that you rescue dogs? <laughs> you're, you're ruined, bro. And exactly. So just be real and put it out there and then you're relatable and then it gives you the, now you can hold yourself accountable. Now you got external accountability too, working in your favor. Like, dude, it's just you can't go wrong with being real. Like you said, no. go, kick, go, go kick the fucking dog. Then <laughs> you might as well just tell people because I, I promise you this: there's an audience out there that does that too, and they'll come and pay you to sit there and watch. You, like, I don't recommend it, but I'm not there's an audience for dog. everybody. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that go find your tribe. But how can you find your tribe, including your spouse, including everybody that you put around you, if you're not you? Exactly. And if you don't know that you're you, quit promoting that you do. Because I have a feeling that karma is real. I have a feeling there are consequences to life. And as you build up enough, it's like playing roulette. Eventually, you're going to pull the trigger and the bullet is going to come out and it's going to hurt. That's the best case scenario. It's going to hurt. Without a doubt, universal laws are a real thing, and karmic debt is a real thing. And what goes, dude, like when I was doing shitty in life, I got shitty results when I was being a Me shitty too. person. And fucking, I'm not perfect now, but I do good in life now and I get good results. You know what I'm saying? It's I hang when I was hanging out with losers in life, I was losing in life. When I started hanging out with winners, it's literally uh, all these universal laws are the real deal. And for me, because I wanted to grow. I wanted to look for things that I could count on. And one of the things that I can count on, and, and I have the shirt, Robin gave it to me because I said it till I was blue in the face. Alignment is greater than assignment, man. When I started realizing who I hang around is everything, not part of the, it is, it's literally the most important thing. Mm-hmm. My life has started to become better. And dude, thank God I was given this gift of like big dreams and want to push. And I'm a hardworking guy. I've always been that kind of like, even when I played sports, it was like, I was the kid that pushed on the pole door. That's just who I am. But it's lonely doing it by yourself and the results are not the same. And even when you win, it doesn't feel the same, but when you win with a collective or you're helping someone else win, Oh, dude, that is a purpose in life that feels so Bro, great. Dude, I, I've been coaching my son's football. We just wrapped up our third season. Tough lot. We've been to the Super Bowl two years in a row and then lost. We, we thought this year was the year we get over the hump and then we fucking lost first playoff game stung because we did. We beat ourselves. Long story short, but you could tell I'm emotionally invested into that shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
you are not lying. Like the the like, dude, I don't get paid to do that shit, but like that feeling of that unity of the common goal, of the team, and like fucking pouring your all into that shit, man. Like, like you said, there ain't no replacing that. Bro, we had a little baseball league. Um, this is back when I was in Nowhereville, Virginia, and they asked me to be a coach because they just couldn't find people to coach. I didn't have a kid on the team, nothing, right? <laughs> this team is the bad news bears. Like they, they like, no, they should not be playing baseball. I hadn't played baseball in 20 years, so I don't remember the drills or anything, but I just started doing intuitive. And the one intuitive thing that I realized is that they were not a team. So I would have them lock arms at home plate, run out to center field and run back. And they had to stay in a straight line. You should have seen it. It was right. But over that season, they started getting better and better at that. And we actually made it to the championship. We lost the first game, won the second game because the other team was so cocky they could beat us. They didn't practice. And I went out there and we practiced. And then we lost the third game. We lost the whole thing. But what I learned from that is literally kids that shouldn't have even been playing the sport, skill set wise, were able to make it to the championship for one thing. Bro, they believed that they could. Dude. (laughs) Dude. So you're this is crazy because we had this conversation last night and by the way it's my first time getting any physical activity since september 1st had a bulging disc right and i've been been rehabbing it back but last night i wasn't going to miss out it was coaches uh parents and coaches versus kids um uh, (laughs) in the season uh game and uh it was fun but um you know i was i was making plays and i I had this one beautiful grab long touchdown basket grab right fucking uh strip whatever we even broke it up to after we demolished the kids we broke it up to a few coaches (laughs) and and kids versus that like we let the kids pick teams or whatever but long story short i'm telling you this because my two boys they're not even starters on the team this is our third year that we've wrapped our third year in tackle they're not even starters on the team liam is like Upper middle of the pack right now. He's not. He's a role player. He he he's not a starter. Landon needs a lot of improvement. Yet they both kick ass in wrestling. I'm a football guy, but I was like, dude, you guys should really lean into wrestling. They don't want to do wrestling right now. And I was like, dude, because they'd be winning first place and second place at tournaments and like. But I'm not gonna force them. And uh, I am gonna have them in combat sports. Like you got to do some type of one-on-one combat. Like I believe in martial arts. Like you got to got to do it. It's good for you. But I also believe in the team. So, anyways, long story short, what I'm getting to on this is when 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 we were driving home last night, and 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 other kids, I also want to say this too. Other kids take time to develop. Like Landon and Liam can break out of their shells this year, next year, anytime. Like kids do break out. Some kids break out in middle school and high school even. Um, so, you know, the fact that they don't want to quit, I love that they are like, no, I'm playing football. I love football. I love, I love that about them. And, um, they asked me on the way home and it's the whole reason why I told you that whole story was, uh, on the way home after that game. And and my back is, is by the way, (laughs) feeling it (laughs) trash. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's held up way better than what I thought it was because we were tackling coaches like big coaches and shit tackling each other and shit fucking but not uh, flag okay not flag the kids had their full pads on and and coaches didn't have nothing but we were all tackling each other it was fun but they asked me like dad how do you how are you so good and so because i was like i I was one of the best right and and i said dude i believe in myself just like i believe in you that's all i said 
It's like, that's it. Because, dude, I am not the fastest. I am not the strongest. I am not none of that shit. Like, I'm underdog shit for real. I was told I was weak, unathletic, all that shit my whole life. I didn't have a dad. He died when I was seven. So whenever I'd throw a ball, because nobody showed me how to fucking throw a ball, I threw like a girl and people would make fun of me. Dude, like all that shit. But, you know, you go through, like you said, losing and losses and getting told all that shit and how you respond to that shit. And just if you haven't respond, I didn't always respond it to it like I do now. It took time to build that resilient muscle and and whatnot. You know, maybe you've been taking those punches on the chin and maybe you've been letting that get you down. Doesn't mean, though, you can't fucking right now, right here, this moment, say, I'm not fucking going to get hit in the mouth anymore. I'm going to fucking hit him back, you know, and like <laughs> that's, that's the, it, it, it will happen, you know, and 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 I for me, it took fucking getting hit harder and harder and harder and hurting more and more and more. And and eventually you get tired and fed up, and that's that's when you'll be able to shift that. You know, uh, Tony Robbins or not Tony Robbins, sorry, Teddy Roosevelt's um, saying about the man in the arena. Oh, I love that quote. <laughs> that so on the, on the uh, as you walk into my office, it's glass doors. As you walk in directly across the wall, is that in a metal plaque? Then I have an iconic sign at home with a light behind it. And I did the iconic like in uh, watermark. So it's just barely seeable. And then that entire quote. <clears throat> I body that. <laughs> yeah, man. I believe that all credit goes to the man or the woman that steps into the ring. Not That's because you it. win. Not because you lose has not. Oh, dude, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about not because you win, not because you lose, but because you gave yourself the opportunity to trust yourself and possibly, possibly find something out about you that's worthwhile, whether you win or lose. And everybody will judge that person based upon their performance. I don't judge people based on their performance anymore. I based, judge people based upon their willingness to do innovative things without ego. Amen. Amen. It's been the hardest thing for me to ever do in my life, man, is, is see myself and go, you got to change. That's it. It's all inward. It's the ego. Dude, that's the, dude, that's the hardest thing for me to, to this day is like the ego. It, it, can I ask you, what's your philosophy on this? I, I, I just real quickly, I feel like ego is not the enemy it's a tool that you need mm -hmm. to have under tight control. It's like a tool belt on your on, that you need to be able to use when you need it because you're going to need it in your life. But you gotta can't let that. It's once you start winning, you can't let that fucking ego start building up and getting that big head and fucking. Because I've done that in life, and that shit will fucking knock you on your ass. And, and life has a great way, and God has an amazing way about humbling your ass really quick. It really does. So so my philosophy on it is very similar to what Jordan Peterson says. Most people walk around this world thinking they're not a monster. They think they're better than. They think because they don't do this, because they didn't go to prison, because they didn't, they followed the rules, because they're a good human that goes to church every Sunday, whatever their thing is, because they make a certain amount of money, because they own this car, they think they're not a monster. I think the realization of growth in life is number one realizing that you're just as despicable as every other human on earth you have the capacity to be a horrible human everybody being. does and anybody denies it is even more the ones you really got to watch well they're 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 just further back they haven't come their ego is still in charge of them 
and they're more so what, <laughs> once you realize that you're a monster the remainder of your life is to realize you never have to use it unless the time calls for it and that's what i see ego as ego is there for one reason it's there to keep your dumb ass alive which is like the hu- the imperative of all species on earth you need it you need it to but, live but you do not need it to um you need it to survive. I don't think you need it to live yeah. like every single day. But when it comes to survival time, let the ego show up. You can be cocky as hell in that moment. Like yeah. go for the fences, man. Take the heads off. Do what you got to do. Protect your children. Protect your wife. Protect your friends. Whatever. But I think most people don't realize that their ego is as big as it actually is. Um, maybe because they're displaying outwardly the opposite signs of that. So then they believe their own lie. And I know I used to be that guy. And I think that's a natural evolutionary process for all of us to get to the place where we're like, dude, I am full of absolute shit. Well, do you want to do something about it or not? I just <laughs> said, yeah, I want to do something about it. I'm tired of being miserable because this is embarrassing. It's a big cycle. No matter yeah. how big the circle gets, I come right back to the same point and that's boring. I'm an entrepreneur. I want to have a new problem, <laughs> a new problem. And what I did is I evolved through the problems and I realized that there was a straight line through all of them, that it was actually, this is the problem. And then when I saw this, like the circle just got that much bigger and I was like, holy shit, that's the easy path. And look how hard I had to work to do the easy path. Yeah, man. That's where <laughs> the philosophy that. came from. <laughs> I love that. I, I'm so with it too, man. Dude, it's like like you said, those moments where you where you need to, whether that's like stepping on the football field when it's time to make a play. Yeah, man. Whether it's uh like you said, protecting the family, all that. It's like the the approach, like is for me, is like leading up to the game or leading up to the battle or leading up to the 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 event or leading up to whatever. It's the the humble approach, the study, the student of the game. You're always a student of life and the student of the game. You always remain humble, right? And it's the real humble approach. But when it's game time, time to perform and execute, then it's caution to the wind. It's no more thinking about it. It's fucking in the moment. Go on, do unleash it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like get in the flow. Get yeah. in the flow, which yeah. is a whole nother concept yeah how you get out of your head and get into that well look man i want to respect your time because i know you got some things to do today um we haven't really talked <laughs> we gotta do this, this is, by the way by the way everybody just listen man this is zach we 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 literally from the like literally i met you and we were sitting on stage together and then because you were doing podcasts at the time, John Paramore and I sat there and literally everybody asked you questions for like 30 minutes and we're just like, uh, and you, and I'm like, can y'all ask you, you were sitting there like, cause, cause they wanted to know podcasting at the time. That was my thing. I'm like, dude, y'all got some other fucking beasts up here too, bro. <laughs> it was hilarious, dude. But I, I have, we align. And so this conversation, this is what Zach focuses on. He brings people into his organization. He trains them in business on multiple levels, but just like, me inside of iconic he's focused on this internal path because what he knows is that as you become a better human being the ability to apply what he's teaching you has exponential growth potential and mm-hmm. um again his his business is called alpha dog pound his uh underdog empowerment podcast is something you should definitely check out he has some of the most amazing people on that podcast you're an amazing friend tell people how they can find you other than that Dude, I appreciate that. That's it, man. Underdogempowerment.com. It's got all my social media on there. Um, I'm all over social media. It's real Zach Babcock. 
got content everywhere. Um, appreciate you having me on the show, bro. And I love we gotta bring you back on. And I gotta come out to your badass studio in person. We gotta rock because you see how the fireworks. This was on a fucking Zoom interview. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yep. You could tell we need to get this uh get this deal in person. Thank you for having me on your show. It was amazing. I appreciate it. I didn't expect anything less. You're welcome, brother. I appreciate you. God bless you. And uh, I'll hold you to that. You're going to get your ass out here and I'll come out and see you again, too. Let's go. All right, man. Take care. Have a great day. See you, everybody. Hey, friend. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, Please leave a review and subscribe to catch future casts. If you really enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it so others can benefit from it as well. I'll see you in the trenches.